If you want to smooth out your workflow, translate between Final Cut Pro 10 and Premiere Pro or even legacy Final Cut Pro, or want to synchronize multiple sources at once based on timecode, or do the sort of reporting that everybody has to do, then head over to assistedediting.com or intelligentassistance.com. When we last left our heroes, they were locked into a terribly important discussion. Let's drop in on them again as they plot the future. Now, from the Top Dog's Kennel in beautiful downtown Burbank, it's the Terrence and Philip Show. Ah, and thank you again, Gary. I'm Terrence Curran. And I'm Philip Hodgetts. And you're listening to the Terrence and Philip Show. Indeed. So, uh, I've been invited to a lunch with Philip and Greg, and <laughs> you've intrigued me. So, what exactly is this about? It's an idea I had earlier in the year, and it took until NAB and the discount on GoPros to come around and a few other things to be out of the way. Essentially, Greg and I, Greg Clark, my partner, husband, and partner in the intelligent assistance business, he writes all the code that I get to take credit for. Yeah, the brains. He, well... I didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we take somebody that we find interesting out to lunch. We set up a couple of cameras, wire everybody uh, with a lav into a Zoom H1 so we get good quality audio, Mm -hmm. and then record two sides of the table with two GoPros, 4K, 30 frames per second, so I can post-produce my shot framing. Terry's looking at me horrified right now. No, 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 not like, at all. Like I betrayed him or something. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. I've said that's that's a valid reason for shooting 4K. It is, actually. Yeah. Are you producing in 4K? No, I'm only finishing in 1080 because well, the, the whole go. idea of shooting a 4K is that I want to be able to extract a shot of you know, a wide or a medium or a close-up of the guest, but I also mm-hmm. want to get a shot of Greg alone or me alone. Right. So, to, you know, just to be able to do a bit more variety mm-hmm. in it. And you can do all that and... You know, I'm working with Final Cut 10, and there's this lovely new thing that's in the latest release, which allows you to save an effect preset. Oh, okay. Now you'll tell me that Media Composer's had it for years, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but whatever, whatever combination of effects and moves and whatever you put onto a clip, mm-hmm. you can just save that as a preset. So okay. I, I can save each of my, you know, close-up Greg, close-up Philip, medium guest, close-up guest. I can just have all these pre-programmed the position right. and, and zoom, and just drag and drop them on the clip on the angle that I want to cut out of the multi clip. Right, okay. And I'm cutting as multicam with five angles, two camera angles and three audio angles. Oh, so do you so you do basically you've got a right and a left pa- or a Greg and a Philip pass, et cetera, and then you group all those together? So you blow pre blow them up or do you make the decision as you go to blow it up? Uh, I make the decision as I go to blow oh, up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, th- so it's really a multicam of two tracks, but it expands out to five. Well, it's five tracks because there's three audio only angles. One of the oh, things the that audio. Okay. allows you is to, you to use audio only as, as uh, audio as an angle. So you can just okay. put an audio only angle. So I'm, I'm switching two video angles, but I'm also switching three different audio angles as each person speaks. Got it. Because want, I want the on mic version right. rather than an off mic version. So that makes sense, yeah. I'm not mixing it. I'm just basically post-production switching mm-hmm. the, the mics and the cameras. And then adjusting the shot to suit. So where are, are any of the shows up yet? Yeah. The easiest way to find them is to simply go to lunchwithphilipandgreg.com and that will take you to a curated feed of, of my blog, which I show you the lunch, those that are tagged with lunch. Okay. So what's the most interesting one so far? The one that's engaged the most views in the least amount of time is Alex 4D, Alex Golner, mm-hmm. uh, who's really well known in the Final Cut Pro 10 community. Uh, he has a whole range of free plugins, which endears him to people. Okay. Uh, and he's a, in some ways, he's taken over that prognostator position that I used to have before I got in sort of inner circle with the Final Cut. Um, I used to sort of guess, particularly Final Cut 10 was coming out, and pre-Final Cut 10 coming 
coming out. I was, mm-hmm. I was, you know, inferring what Apple were doing. Prognosticating. Or, prognosticating. Well, Alex is doing that now. He opens oh, okay. up the packages for i for the new versions of iMovie and sees what's changed and, and postulates how that's going to change for Final Cut 10. Because the current iMovie and Final Cut 10 are the same code. So, so you kind of got NDA out of that. Now it's really hard for me to determine <laughs> what I know from legitimate sources and what I may have known from some source that's not publicly known. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes easier to not comment on anything where I may be bringing, yeah. <laughs> bringing in knowledge that I can't officially know. So it just it just becomes easier to not speculate. And besides, on the times when, when you do know, speculating is just cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It's not quite the same. No, no. The interesting thing about this approach, of course, is that I am prepared to make compromises for the sake of being able to do something that otherwise I wouldn't be able to do. How do you mean? Well, I'm, I'm not lighting anything. And oh, okay. I get so you. doing without lighting has been common. I mean, Anthony Bourdain is doing, you know, <laughs> yeah. shooting the whole his whole all his series the last couple of shows seasons have been all done available light but there's still two guys with cameras sticking in the restaurant there's still a guy with a boom mic in the restaurant imposing themselves on the restaurant right and i don't really have the clout to do that mm-hmm. i'm pleasantly surprised that not one single restaurant has kicked you out has, yeah. has yeah. even commented i mean it's like the waitress might say you know hello gopro guys or mm-hmm. that's in burbank of course yeah <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and so the people who are just curious as to what's going on. And we've been in a whole range of restaurants from Indian takeout through to, you know, the grill and, and the McCormick and Schmick and mm-hmm. people like that. Nobody's had any problem. Wow. No, nobody. You know, all you're doing is really clamping a couple of GoPros onto a chair or onto the table. Right, right. And uh, really good solid tables at Bob's Big Boy, I have to point out. <laughs> <laughs> Most tables will, will jiggle as you eat, but not at Bob's. They're built in and they're solid. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. But, <laughs> and very economical. Yeah. That was one of the venues, and, and uh, Paddy's here in Burbank. We did lunch here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did one in Estes Park with Jerry Hoffman coming up. Oh, cool. So we've published about four so far and shot, I think, eight. And okay. with one complete failure, Abba Shapiro, I was learning how to use the GoPros, and one of my GoPros was in looping mode, which means you only get the fi- last five minutes of, in oh. segments, last five one-minute segments are kept. So there Made was, for a short show. Yeah, well, maybe for <laughs> catching that bit of action that you might finally get in a day, you only want really, it's like, that's the bit I want, save that. And the last 20 miles of snowboarding or something was boring. You don't want any of that. So. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting because there's the joy of, Getting into production, you know, is you don't know what you don't know and you have to learn these things over time and you'll never make that mistake again. Yes. Yeah, well, I, I did <laughs> Other make ones, it. But- I did make it on the next day, but at least this time it was pointing at Greg and I and so we still had all the video of the guest and enough cutaways on the bit that we did get from you. Okay. And then I learned how to use GoPro. You would think I would know how to use a GoPro. But well, very, you have to learn. That's you the, do. There's a lot to learn with a GoPro. We shot a thing and, uh, you know, using the Blackmagic Cinema camera, the little one, the yeah. pocket cine. We shot tons of, you know, tests over multiple days to make sure the lighting was going to be right when we got there and all that and, and you know, work out our moves. And then when we, you know, we went and we shot it and we ended up, uh, you know, filling up one card and then we put another card in and shot, you know, da, 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 a bunch of takes and then we're done. Okay. And, and we went, you know, we did check on the laptop to see that it was there. And, and the person who checked uh, said, well, I can't get it to play back on the laptop because, you know, the throughput and whatnot. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but, you know, it was there. I mean, it would play yeah. back Skippy in other yeah, words, yeah. you okay. know. So, uh, so it's like, fine. Then we get back, turns out that the second card that we used was not fast enough and so it only recorded like every you know fifth frame or oh, something right, yeah and there's no warning which was the surprise to me because uh, if you yeah it, yeah you'd hope you'd have a drop frame warning it's something yeah exactly and it doesn't uh, apparently if you're because we were recording raw if you record like prores then it won't record if the card can't handle it but if you record raw 
it just goes, okay, well, I'll do, do whatever I can, I guess. And, and, and there was no indication. So those are the kind of things. But, but, you know, that's after four days of testing. And, da, 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 da. and the only variable was we had to put a second card in. And then, of course, the, it wasn't thoroughly checked afterwards after each take. So those are, you know, production mistakes. But, I mean, you don't know that. It'll never happen again. Yeah, and little things like ejecting the wrong untitled or pulling out the wrong untitled card when oh, you're yeah. in, ingesting and, and oh, yeah. corrupting two files on the card, <laughs> but copying at the time, or for some reason finding the last file on the card is simply not there and, and lunch finishes one question too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of little things that you can learn to. Yes. <laughs> to, yes. That, that's like Greg says. I hate production because we're <laughs> we're also shooting a, a cooking show. Because uh-huh. I don't know, this year has just decided that this is the year that I want to. I want production. Yeah. Do production. I mean, it, it helps. Well, I mean, I got into this business because I like production in the first place. Yeah. Same here. You know, business has taken different turns. Yeah. And you don't produce anymore, and. So plus I think Greg and I have something to add in, in the food area. Mm-hmm. So it gives a focus for travel because we're going to be in Barcelona and Munich and Amsterdam coming up in September all around IBC. But since you're flying to Europe, you might as well do a side trip. Yeah. yeah. And so That's know, cool. we're not that into art galleries, so we're into food and mm-hmm. producing, you know, going somewhere, tasting the food, saying, hey, we can probably make that, shopping for it in the local circumstances and cooking it in, in a, an apartment that we're staying in mm-hmm. should make for an interesting trip, if not for an interesting show. Hopefully it'll make for an interesting show as well. I think it will. I mean, you know, it just depends. Obviously, you got, you know, editing and all the rest of that is a big part, but you well, know, you know, I they, think you know how to do that. So. I th- and they do say that editors make the best directors simply because I'm constantly thinking yes. about how is this going to go together? Yeah, yeah. It's not just what does this shot look pretty. It's like, now how is this shot going to work? Yeah. Where is it going to fit? And Yeah. I've always thought that that every DP should have to edit, you know, a bunch of projects before they go and shoot because then you'd get the right shots. Yes. You know? yeah. yeah. You wouldn't get the, hey, it's it's the perfect moment of the shot and the camera moves. And you're like, what happened? Yeah. Those kind of things wouldn't happen if they understood editing. Yeah, but working on this cooking show, and I've only we've really only shot a pilot, and I've just finished cutting it this week and, and finishing the edit. It makes me really worried for my friends that are motion graphic designers, motion graphic specialists, because did I bother to spend days creating my own opening, or did we want to, we didn't really want to spend a couple of thousand dollars on having somebody create a really great opening? Mm-hmm. So I did what I did for Solar Odyssey and I just went over to Motion VFX and sampled a few openings and found one that I liked, which comes with a, you know, 30 second opener or 28 second opener, a transition, a title and a lower third, mm-hmm. all in the same design and a piece of music for the opener. Well, that's cool. For 50 bucks. Wow. And then we- So then you just pop your, your sh- stills just ran, in there or yeah. your shots in there? Yeah, and, yeah. This takes stills, not okay. motion. And yeah, it's, and it's got really nice design. It moves. It's got, you type in some text and that, that populates it. And then for the whiteboard animation, we decided we, you know, want to add a little bit of educational component. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this case, we got our corn from a CSA box. So we did a little, little what is a CSA box? A community supported agriculture. And it's where urban folk can pay directly, pay a farmer to deliver vegetables, fresh vegetables once a week week, once a fortnight, once a month, depending on the, the CSA that you're involved with. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted a little bit of animation for that. And again, I went simply to 
uh, Stupid Raisins Story Pop, which I bought recently. What? Stupid Raisins is the company. Okay. <laughs> and they make, a, they make a bunch of products. Yeah, I know. It's getting harder and harder to find a name that cuts that stands out. Yeah. Not everything can be a lumberjack with a clearly obvious name like that. So Stupid Raisins <laughs> is the company. You Stupid Raisins buy is the company. It's called they? Story Pop, and it's basically elements that make those whiteboard animations. So uh-huh. you, can, you can have them pop on or you can have them actually hand draw on and you can, you can drop your own images into there. Okay. Coloring in images make good graphic images for that. Just add an alpha channel around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fairly commonly available online. Uh, and just adjust the hand to paint over it. You've got multiple choices of different hand, different um, gender and different race in the hand. There's people, all sorts of different people. There's letters of the alphabet. There's a whole bunch of other interesting maps and all of these elements. Isn't it? Isn't it fascinating? All the tools that are at our hands right oh, now. Oh, I know. I mean, I've not any use for it. But even at a presentation in a in an office in Cupertino recently, mm-hmm. uh, it was history of Final Cut Pro Ten, and there was there was I'm pretty sure a Ripple's timelines example of showing all the timeline of where all the advent- updates to Final Cut Pro Ten had happened. Ah. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that that was the Ripple's timeline plugin, and because they do timelines and all those sorts of timelines, when you pull out stuff in timeline, there's another callouts for the pops and the graphics and things. Oh, okay. So all of these common enhancements. It took me because I was learning how to do this, and I had to source some images. It took me about three hours to do three minutes of animation, Mm -hmm. but it's a much higher quality than I could do in three hours of animation. Yeah. And I will get quicker at it, and that will become an hour and a half. And and like I said, I do seriously worry for – for you know, my friends who do custom motion graphic design because the role for custom motion graphics is getting smaller, whereas the, the role for templates, remember, back yeah. to, harkening back to our templaritization. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because I did a video for my wife's birthday this year, which was a significant birthday. We'll leave it at that. And uh, so, you know, I, I, I decided to go crazy. 30 again. <laughs> 30 <laughs> in some weeks. <laughs> so I decided to go crazy and, and, you know, put a video together. And I totally made up, you know, a total – It was. it's a total spoof thing where, you know, she was a spy, raises a spy from when she was really young. And so, you know, I had all kinds of – we did a lot of wacky stuff. But it was interesting because, I, you know, I wanted to do – I had a specific idea of what I wanted VO-wise. And I'm like, who the heck can I use, you know? I'm thinking of everybody I know and, and trying to come up with who could I use to, for the VO. and. I ended up going to Fiverr.com. I don't know if you've heard of F. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I have my own Fiverr story. <laughs> yeah. F-I-V-E-R-R.com, I think it is. And, you, you know, I got a VO. You know, you can audition all these guys. And, you know, they have all have their reels up there. Da, 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 da. I'm going, yeah, that's the one I want. And he'll do it within 24 hours, which I needed. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, they say everything's for five bucks. Yeah. But that's like two words. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, what it really ended up costing me about 75 bucks. Yeah, but yeah. I got, you know, I got, uh, you know, my five-minute piece completely VO'd with a really, you know, a, a professional sounding voiceover and within the 24 hours that I needed it, et cetera. So that just never existed before. That concept wasn't no. even there. And I was grabbing, you know, I was like, part of this was how she led to the downfall of the USSR, you know, with Gorbachev. And, I, and, and I'm pulling, just grabbing stuff off of the internet, you know. Once I realized that, you know, it doesn't matter because this, this isn't, you know, commercial. I'm yeah, not, yeah. I mean, this is never going to be seen anywhere. So I could just take anything and it's like, Everything you could ever want is out there somewhere. You can find it on, you know, on YouTube. You can find stills of anything. I mean, it's all out there. And it was so much fun having – it's like whatever I could think of, I could create with yes. elements that I could find on the internet. I mean, there was no limits anymore. And that is so different from 
you know, the world that when I started, when I was really doing a lot of offline mm-hmm. you know, back in the 90s, 80s and 90s, that was a totally different universe because you had to make it yourself. I mean, you had to find it and, you know, create it, shoot it, whatever. I mean, everything had to be great. Now, as you said, I mean, there's just, there's so many options out there to build whatever you want out of elements that are readily available. Yeah. And, and very economically. I decided for, for the semi-serious foodies, which is the food show's name, mm-hmm. that we would simply do, use a caricature of Greg and I as the logo. Okay. And I went to Fiverr and I haven't actually got the caricature done yet. This morning we decided on which look we wanted. Oh, okay. And, you know, there are there's somebody in Indonesia, somebody in Romania, yeah. somebody in the UK, somebody else. There are people all around the world. And like you said, you know, five, the five bucks you get a slow, you know, their own time. Yeah. It's a pencil sketch. Off the head only. Yeah. For an extra five bucks, you can save, make it three days. For another five, you can yeah. have color. For another five, you know. But still, I mean, <laughs> yeah, even still, if you I mean, pay a hundred bucks, yeah. that's nothing compared to the you know what you would have traditionally paid to have something like that done. Yeah, custom. Uh, I know. I think we had some done back for the DV guys. Ron Margolis had some caricatures done, and they they were not cheap. Mm-hmm. Whereas compared with this, even if we don't ultimately don't like the first one, well. Well, let's go to somebody else because it's not a lot of money. Right. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue over that much money. I just would say, well, let's move on. You're an editor. We know you spend most of the month in a dark cave. So just once a month, get yourself out of the dark cave, away from the solitude, and be with other editors at the Editor's Lounge at Alpha Dogs, editorslounge.com. So, so it's a, yeah, that's my point is it's really a different time for that. Yeah. And How long is it before people on Five are offering to edit your video for you? They, they are on there already. They're, all right. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> all right. <laughs> not, not at Five Bucks, but, you know, there are a bunch of people on there. Yeah, that, it's, it's kind of an interesting time. Yeah. Which kind of leads me, since we're talking about production, to uh, a Twitter question that you got. Yeah, where is, it, where is it worth compromising on quality and where, do you, where can you not compromise on quality? And I know what I'm going to say right up front. Do not ever, ever compromise on audio quality. That's right. Absolutely. I agree 110%. And it's the first place that most people blow it. Yeah, yeah. You know, but also, you know, picture quality is important. Don't ever compromise on color correction. (laughs) Which means you can't ever compromise on H.264 and long gop and restricted bit, (laughs) which comes down to the question, no, I'm prepared to compromise on a whole lot of things in order to make something happen that otherwise couldn't happen. Mm -hmm. And it's just really, where can you choose those compromises? Right. You know, is a GoPro the perfect camera for every production? Hell Hell no. no. God, no. <laughs> no. But but does it enable me to create, um, you know, relatively compelling video in an environment that otherwise we could not do it? Yeah. Yes, it does. Exactly. Does it let me travel on an over-the-shoulder production kit that I can carry anywhere, record family history video, record lunch with Philip and Greg, record the, the semi-serious foodie show? Mm-hmm. I have it all in one over-the-shoulder bag. Right. Thanks to, you know, various sorts of GoPro groups and, and gorilla pods. And, and you've, you've got eight shows already shot. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. This would never have happened before. Never, any, ever know, happened. Ever. And other things, you know, not only the small cameras and the, the small batteries and easy charge, all of that, the, the small card. I mean, 64 gigabyte micro SD cards. I mean, I two and a quarter hours of 4K 30 frame per second goes on this yes. incredibly tiny, I think I could probably swallow it in accidentally, <laughs> card. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. But yeah, okay, so so the question becomes, where do you compromise? Oh, I agree. Number one is don't ever compromise on audio, whatever you can do to not skimp in that area because it's the hardest thing to fix. Yeah. Convincingly. Um, but you don't have – you're not locked into doing boom. I mean I'm – No, I'm, not at all. I'm actually a big proponent of this individual recorder mm-hmm. idea so that we put – a lav mic on everybody, and you can hide right. lav, so they don't, we're not bothering for either show because they're small enough anyway. And, right. But if you really care, you can tape a lav underneath the shirt rather than 
on top. Yeah, it's a little harder in in a dramatic situation where nothing's yeah yeah where nothing's supposed to be there. It's a little harder to hide them. But yeah, I agree that the lav could be there on. Of course, on, if you go shirtless everything. or topless, then there is a problem there. That's when <laughs> so you you're saying with hair. porno, you're back to booms. <laughs> <laughs> with porno, you're back to booms. <laughs> or or post recording, I think is my. <laughs> I've oh. I've seen definitely seen some porn where there was post recorded that <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't done shot sync audio. <laughs> okay, we're going way off topic. Uh, so. <laughs> So, so yeah, where is it? I mean, it, it's an interesting thing because you can do so much with not, not just the tools. Yeah. I mean, not just the technical aspect, but yeah. I mean, just in general, you know, where do you, where do you skimp? I mean, one of the traditional, you know, sort of mantras if you're doing low budget is to keep your script very limited, you know, not very many locations, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not as many characters if you can avoid it. Definitely no kids or animals, you know, those kinds, those are all mantras of low yeah. budget production. But, you know, if your script calls for that and you need to have it, then, you know, you got to compromise somewhere else. I mean, so, so it depends, I guess, on the the project to yeah. decide where you're going to compromise. I mean, certainly don't try to make a science fiction movie unless you're really good with After Effects or something. Yeah. I don't know. And 3D modeling. I mean, I've seen people do pretty wild stuff that you know had a lot of skill. Sky Captain. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. you know. But but that's not your average person. So. Why try to compete with the Avengers when you can't? You don't have those yeah, kind of budgets. Yeah. So maybe that's a place to compromise is don't do science fiction or you know don't try to compete with something like that. But there's certainly a lot that – I mean I can't think of anything anymore that you couldn't do if you – know, you either need time or money now. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you don't have money, you just need the time. So maybe that's what you would consider to be the compromise. Which do you want? Do you want to you know, take less time? Then you better have more money. But there's absolutely no excuse to not produce an idea. If you've got an idea, yes, there's a budget. There's yes. a way to get it. There's a way to get it done. Absolutely. It may be that you shoot it with a DSLR. You don't shoot it with a Blackmagic cinema camera or a Scion or anything. Mm-hmm. You you might do your audio with H1Ns and lapel mics strategically hidden instead of a boom operator with an expensive Sennheiser on it. Or right. Um, you might be recording to something cheaper. You might actually have to compromise and use a long gop recording <laughs> and and limit what you can do in post. Color grading. <laughs> but you might Let's have to. Let's not go there. <laughs> you might have to <laughs> on some projects. <laughs> uh, okay, if you're shooting news, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what I notice with trying to, to match shots is what I, I really lack is the skills. It's not the tools, it's the skills. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> in, in one of the food shows, some of the shots from the GoPros didn't match the DSLR as well as it had in other places. And I found it hard to, to make those two shots match because mm-hmm. I really don't know the science behind it and what I'm trying to do. It's a specialized skill set and I think the fact that it's being pushed out as a as an everyone can do it skill set means that people are just going to apply looks and they're not really going to be grading. They, that's it, you know. It, I mean, it, there was a whole discussion on uh, on an avid list this morning about, you know, using magic bullet looks. Mm-hmm. You know, and people oh, I always go back to that. and these are guys who are doing, you know, finishing on some pieces, television stuff, you know, news and documentary and whatnot, but Still, it's like, you know, and they're going, it's a good thing I have a legalizer. Well, what? (laughs) (laughs) Because you don't know what magic bullet's going to do to it, but I don't know. I guess for me, it's different because I've been doing it so long that it's automatic for me to do the stuff, you know, and I already, you know, I know what I'm doing. So, you know, using the automatic thing is sort of like, why would I do that? It's backwards. But I understand it from, you know, our audio mixers. You know, if you said, oh, I use an auto mix or something, <laughs> they'd be like appalled that you could do that, you know. But if you need to to get through, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, whatever it takes to get done. But yeah, back to the to production. There is no reason not to do it. I mean, when I you know, I I did my low budget horror movie back, you know, when I yeah. was in college because I didn't know I couldn't do it. You know, I was yeah, determined yeah. to get it done, right? But basically all of those people that I went to film school with, none of them ever did anything. Yeah. And, and, and it's easy because you always have an excuse. Yeah. You know? I, well, I can't afford, you know, back then it was it was really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you had to buy film. You know, even yeah. if you could get everything else free, you still had to buy a film and pay for processing. So there was no cheap way to do stuff. But they would, you know, they, they always had an excuse. Well, I would do it, but, you know, I, I'm going to need to get this location, you know, and I'm not able to get, or, you know, something like that. There's just no excuses anymore. I mean, the equi- like you said, the equipment's readily available on any budget. Okay, you have, yeah. a, you have a smartphone, that's your camera. I mean, I whatever, gonna, I was, you can do it. I was going to say, count up quickly. How many HD cameras do you have at home? Exactly, yes. I think it, in our home currently, there are two DSLRs, mm-hmm. three GoPros, mm-hmm. two iPhones, mm-hmm. two iPads, two Macintoshes. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I think that's that's the limit at the moment. Yeah. But, and I'm only counting one phone, one HD camera in every phone, but there are actually two. Right. So they're all over. Yeah. So okay. if you and, put out, if you stretch your arm out, you've got an HD camera there. So there's yeah. no excuse. And that HD camera is producing way better quality than a broadcast camera of 15 years ago. Yes, that's true. That, you know, well, you know, not necessarily a house in Burbank, but cost a house in, you know, Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so. The, so the, my point is, there's no excuse not to. If, you, like you said, mm. if you have an idea, you should be doing it. It's great that you're doing those. You know, we're getting involved in doing yeah. more stuff now, including which, some great material showing the benefit of color grading, which has been quoted and, and requoted around the place. I see from time to time. <laughs> yeah, actually, the thing that I was telling you we were shooting that we had the problem with the card. That's uh, part two of ah. that series. <laughs> so, which will be coming out very shortly. Which leads to another subject that uh, someone suggested that I have thought about quite a bit lately is when do we have too much media available, you know, too much content out uh, there? Yeah, you know, with a reality show that's producing 60 hours of footage a day, for example. Well, well, yeah, but even if you, you count their cut down, okay, they've cut it down to an hour. I mean, you couldn't, if you just said, you know what, all I'm going to do is watch everything on TV now, you couldn't. Right, that's, yes, yes. Forget everything that's yeah, yeah. done historically. Or everything out there on the internet, which and how is just much is, what's on television. And how much is being uploaded to YouTube every minute. Exactly. Yeah. So they say, so when, <laughs> when is it too much? I mean, is, you know, it's almost overwhelming at this point just to try You know, it's like I, any given day somebody's going to go, oh, well, you know, like, uh, did you see the latest episode of something? I was like, no, I, I've never seen that series. I mean, yeah. when am yeah. I supposed yeah. to do yeah. all this? Well, <laughs> when I started to talk to people about the idea of lunch with Philip and Greg, they said, oh, you mean it's, it's like um, comedians in cars with coffee? And I said, oh, that's a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I'm, maybe. I have never seen that show. So You should watch one at least. I have watched one yeah. subsequently. Yeah. Pretty well done. For Pretty well what, done. You know, definitely yeah. more classic production style. There's a chase car. There's a right. camera crew. Yeah, but are, it's still just a bunch of GoPros in the car, you know. Plus a camera crew and yeah. <laughs> chase crew. Yeah, I mean, a much more was um, who's the drag queen with a TV show. Um, RuPaul. Oh, okay. Has a car interview show. Oh, well, same thing. Which much, much, yeah, similar thing, but much lower budget. So it's just done with GoPros in the car. Okay. So that's much more approachable. Mm-hmm. Well, even I mean, I I look at the the Seinfeld thing, and it's like if you took Seinfeld out of the budget, it's still not that much. No, I mean no, it'd be no, cheap no. as get out to shoot that. So, and and of course it's his show, so I don't know what I mean. And it's totally you know it's free. It's on the web. Yep. And it's sponsored by you know whatever ads pop up at the end. So. 
I don't know how much he's Actually, making they did on, re- it. on the one I saw, they did a really cool product placement. It was John Stewart, and they were walking across the street, and the, a car starting to edge into the intersection, and almost. And John Stewart says, well, "What's with him?" He said, "Oh, it's an overly aggressive sponsorship moment." <laughs> <laughs> Clever, because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the car company that was. Uh-huh. Thing, it makes sense to have a car company sponsorship because cars are a big part of that show, right? But I, you know, just shows you that there is no new ideas because I, you know, I had quite independently come up with the idea of the lunch and. Get other people are doing somewhat similar well, ideas. Right, exactly. And then, of course, you know, how do you cut, get above all that? And you know, how do you cut above the noise? If you're not, you know, I mean, the difference here is, you know, for me, I'm just trying to educate people about the need for color correction. For you, it's, you know, it's a food, it's a personal project. Neither one of us is trying to make a fortune off of this. No, or something. no. You know, it's not a money thing. So it doesn't really matter. But if you're doing that to try to make money, how the hell do you oh. cut above the noise, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, There's too much content. I mean, if it gets to the point where, okay, everybody's stuff gets seen, and but everybody's, you know, gets stuff only gets seen by a thousand people, you can't make a living on that, you know? You've only got to get a hundred bucks from a thousand people. Well, you, yeah, but who's going to pay? <laughs> Well, <laughs> this is the world of free content. If you're telling me, yeah, you can watch this one for a hundred bucks, or you can watch all the rest of this stuff well, on the planet but, free, but maybe you can sell your viewers something with more than a hundred dollars profit per viewer. That's going to be pretty. Yeah, it's going to be pretty hard to do. Yeah. You know, unless you're, if it's a technical thing, even that. I mean, what are you going to? You know, I can't think of anything that I would really want to pay a hundred bucks to see. I mean, I I'll go see you know a movie that costs them three hundred million dollars to make, and I'm going to see it for twelve bucks. I'm not going to pay. Oh yeah, I'm saying, not saying paying directly for content. It's just right. that if you can build up, an, if you can build up a name via the content, but then that gets. There are people who are, who are cutting through on on YouTube. It happens. Yeah, but the, you know how high they have to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, you have to get. I think it's five thousand subscribers, not just people watching. You could have a million people watching; it doesn't matter. You got to get like five thousand subscribers before you get into this tier at YouTube, where they start dealing with you. And you can start, you know, talking about using the studios and all right, that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, you got to get up there. Yes, there's some people making some money, but not a whole lot of them when you consider no, the amount I mean, of people on YouTube. Of course. So uh, it's and again, how do they cut through? I mean, if you see some of the ones that are making a ton of money, you watch their stuff. It's like. What? <laughs> yeah, well, that may be dem- that may just be demographic issues. I, you know, Kardashians. What? <laughs> you know, I don't. What? But I find I, that with a lot of stuff that's on cable and network. Yeah, anyway. not, you're not even talking about trying to script. You know, uh, maybe it's a good script. It's a bad. This is just. You know, I'm here talking about myself. Okay, and that's worth. You know, all these people watching. I don't know. No. Anyways, uh, we're getting way off. So I don't understand fame. So uh, yeah, yeah. Or, or well, getting why, paid for it. Well, why people, why people make other people famous. Yeah, and you know what? I just had a thought about that. That's interesting because I can remember learning many, many, many years ago in <laughs> former life that there were people like in high school, you know, there's the, the ones who'd be really popular, that there'd be like clothes companies that would give them clothes to wear and stuff. Oh, really? Because, yeah. Right. And it's a, you know, it's a way of. I mean, now you do it all on the internet, obviously. But before we had this huge social network, that was a way of getting, you know, other kids are going to go, oh, well, I, look what the guy's wearing. You know, now that's, I got to have that. You know, or if you were Apple, you would give those guys iPhones to use, all the popular people iPhones, you know, things like that. I mean, it's, it was a. God damn it. I paid for my Motion VFX <laughs> <laughs> package and I, I pay for, for <laughs> Story Pop. What's going What is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> and Greg's, Greg's decided that we need to run, since we're not doing to do makeup on the cooking show, we need to use Beauty Box on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, 
Well, it, it's digital makeup. Yeah. Well, I've experienced this before. A couple of years ago at a media motion ball, they, they did a video and, and interviewed a couple of people about why they were there. And I looked at the video back and thought, God damn, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> this was Saturday after I started to get fit and, and healthy again. And, mm-hmm. and, and then I went, and so does Shoshua Yamazaki. And my goodness, Kerry's looking better than I remember him. Oh, yeah. my God. They've used Beauty Box on the interviews, haven't they? <laughs> and yes, they had. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we all look much better than, than we really did because we had the, the digital anarchy beauty box digital makeup added so apparently we have to use that on our cooking show <laughs> so what does it do it um it cranks up the uh, chroma probably and smooths out yeah it probably does it, it probably does a um a secondary pick up on the skin tone and then just does a, a, a basic blur and smooth mm-hmm. it, they look, the results look good they don't look artificial at all they don't look soft no no they, that's they look pretty good I, like i said i when i first experienced i didn't realize it would have been treated at all so mm-hmm which is the best compliment I guess any software can get. <laughs> it doesn't look like we used it. Yeah, see, you used to put a net on front of the camera. On the front yeah, of the yes, lines. yes. If you look at the close-ups of Lucille Ball in the in the main movies, oh, you yeah. can see really strong examples of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about Star Trek the other and day. And that was an excuse for cameramen to have stockings around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. A lot of cameramen had stockings for legitimate I, reasons. I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> Only legitimate reasons. The black stockings were the best. Oh, yeah. And that was, yeah. Um, anyways, have we beaten the subject to death? Don't compromise on the audio and use whatever camera you've got. Yeah, and shoot. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And just do it. I mean. And, uh, you know, don't compromise on the talent, that's for sure. Or it, the story. You know, or if somebody uh, can't, you know, obviously can't act and you're trying to pull off a dramatic story, that's not going to work. Um no, you end up casting yourself. Yeah. It's happened to me once. No. <laughs> like, I auditioned great, perfect for the role, got to the shoot, memory like a sieve, could not remember lines. Be perfect for radio play or for animation where they could read, the, read script the script and, yeah. and, and act. So it was like, well, we're on a real deadline here and all right, cap on to cover the non-coal miner hairstyle and uh, I'm doing it. Wow. <laughs> Well, it's nice when you have that uh, stand, you know, that I had to do it in my movie back in college, too. I had a guy, an actor that didn't show up, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> so, you know, you do what you got to do. You do what you, you got to do. You compromise. You compromise on the talent <laughs> because I'm sure there were better actors than I was, but I got the job done. And that's that's the most important thing is to get something done. Don't be forever going to make a film or make your project. Make it. Well, I think the person who asked the question was referring to – We've talked about before, I think, compromising or something. Isn't that how the question came up? Yeah, it's, you know, where, do, where do you compromise? Well, you know, the only place I say don't compromise is don't compromise on the audio quality. Yeah. You know, you can compromise on visual effects if you have to. You can compromise on locations if you have to. You can use green screen or blue screen if you have to. You can compromise on the camera if you have to. But you can't compromise on the actors, though. You can't compromise on the actors if it's a dramatic story. You can't compromise on the story of any kind. So if, if it's if it's documentary, you can't compromise on the story that you're building. It's got to be interesting. Right. It doesn't have to be interesting to everybody, but it's got to be interesting to one core audience. Ultimately, yeah, it comes down to story. Like my family history videos was only really interesting yes. to one, one core audience that currently yeah. of about 86 people. Mm-hmm. That's that's right now the total audience. You know, by the time the project finished, from my part of it's finished anyway, it'll probably be 120 people because, you know, people have children. and Right. But still a very, very niche product. Yes. <laughs> Project. And, you know, these things are not necessarily done because they have to reach a big audience. They're done for reasons of personal passion or interest. The most important thing is to do something. Don't just, as I used to sign off, you know, do something creative this week. That's right. Yeah. Sounds like a good sign off. So compromise if you must, but do something creative. And thank you for listening. A few simple check bosses during the shoot and you'll be more organized than you ever thought possible. And to have a head start on editing, thanks to lumberjacksystem.com.